When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tuesday, August 17th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Hoynesy, the Indians lose in walk-off fashion last night to the Twins. Uh, really a, a back-and-forth game. Uh, the, you know, the Twins would score, the Indians would take the lead. Uh, really just in the end, uh, it was not enough bullpen, uh, I guess. Uh, uh, Nick Wickering kind of got put in a, a – unenviable position there uh having to pitch two innings and uh the the extra runner on second base was was all she wrote yeah definitely um you know well Wickren uh you know got out of a jam in the ninth inning with the bases loaded and uh and almost escaped in the 10th yeah. that was Talk a great a double play I, i've never seen a double play like that have you that, joe that was that was impressive. Uh, Jose Ramirez looked so smooth making that play. I thought for sure, oh man, they got that out. You know, here it is. They're 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 going to get out of it and at least get another chance to to try and win it. Yeah, and you know that's another thing. You know, you you miss about Jose's game. I mean, early in the season he was making a lot of errors. You know, he made some kind of weird errors, but lately he's been playing great. A great third base. I mean, he made a, a couple of a, a couple. Like a few games ago, he made a couple of great plays late in the game along third base. Uh, I mean, along the line, and uh, that was a that was a heads up play yesterday last night. But you know, Wickren uh, couldn't get back past uh, Jorge Polanco, and and that was the game winner. That was their their sixth walk off loss of the season, Joe. Wow, that's that's impressive. Yeah, uh, the it, Jose's defense, uh, I guess. I, my favorite thing to say when they would when they would go into the shift and, and he would be the only infielder on the left side of the infield uh, and he'd make a play that way. Uh, my, my favorite thing to say was that's a that's a shortstop playing third base, playing shortstop, making a play. Uh, and, and, and it was always, you know, pretty funny. Uh, Jose's, you know, when he's healthy, he's he's one of the better, uh, you know, defenders in the in, in the American League as well at third. So. Uh, yeah, unfortunate that they were in that position, but uh, I think it also brings up a, a question uh, that, you know, uh, DeMarlo Hale was asked after the game, why not go to Emmanuel Class A there in the 10th inning? Yeah, it was interesting, you know, uh, Class A was warming in the, uh, in the ninth inning, you know, and we all expected, I know we were expecting in the press box that he, that Class A would uh, start the 10th. 
And, uh, you know, uh, but, you know, when Whitgren came out and started the 10th, you know, it, it was kind of a surprise. And, uh, you know, DeMarlo Hale said, um, you know, he was waiting for the Indians to take a lead. If the Indians had taken a lead in, in the top of the 10th, uh, uh, you know, Class A would have came in to close. He said, we're on the road. We need a closer. Uh, and, you know, I understand that, that thinking, that strategy, but sometimes it works out just like it did last night. And you have your best, one of your best relievers, you know, still in the barn, you know, mm -hmm. He's, he doesn't make it to the mound and, and you're sitting there scratching your head a little bit. So, you know, I think if you look at the pen right now, you know, I think if, the, if he would have had Nick Sandlin, you know, maybe he could have maneuvered a little bit. You know, Sandlin was was inj is injured on on the IL, and then maybe you maybe you bring in Class A in the in the tenth, and you still got a guy you know with strikeout ability to come in in, in the in the bottom of the tenth or wh whenever you get a lead, and uh, you know try to close it out. But you know, it 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 was just another kind of you know it, it it was just one of those uncomfortable situations that a manager gets into. And, you know, DeMarlo's been a bench coach for a long time, but he's never been a manager. And those are some tough decisions to make. Right. And that's like you said, you don't want to get you feel sorry for uh, Nick Wickard in that position because it, nobody should be asked to, to go those those two innings like that. And especially if, you know, it's. 90 degrees and sweating. It was the uh, the humidity there in, in uh Minnesota last night was was pretty bad. Yeah, and you know Whitgren is gone a couple. He went two innings, I think, in over the weekend in in Detroit. Uh, so you know, I, I think uh, you know he's gone. You know, the last two or three times out, he's gone multiple innings. I mm -hmm. think that was one of the reasons you know Demarlo felt uh, he confident that he could get through the inning. But you know, with the runner on the automatic runner on second base, that was just I think it was a, a lot to ask of Whitgren and. Uh, if you, if they had a fresh arm, I, I think uh, maybe that would have been the best the best course of action. Well, and and Brian Shaw probably wasn't you know fresh at the time either. It's uh, have have the Indians really squeezed every last bit out of Shaw? He seems to you know have have run into a wall here at, at this point in the season. Yeah, Shaw is struggling a little bit. Yeah, definitely. He looks like. Uh, you know, I don't know if he, the dog days have jumped on his back, but that's what it looks like to me. He, uh, you know, hasn't, he, he's, you know, I mean, he pitched what, one, two. I mean, he, he pitched twice over the weekend against Detroit. So, you know, I, I think he needed a break and, uh, and uh, you know, he's just, uh, he's starting to give up runs and he's starting to, you know, you start to see that. And I don't know, he's 33 you know, is he running on the gas? I mean, he looks like a guy in need of a second wind here. Normally, this is a, a guy who, if he doesn't pitch every other day, you're asking what's, you know, what's wrong with him, what's what's going on, because uh, he needs to be out there pretty much every other game. But uh, now might be the time to sort of dial it back and use him a little more strategically, I think, uh, down the, the, the stretch run here. Yeah, you had Trevor Steffen. I mean, he could have, you know, he could have gone class A Trevor Steffen if they got a lead. Um, but, uh, you know, Stefan has, has pitched, has pitched a bunch as well. So, you know, he's pitched multiple innings over the weekend as well. So, you know, it, it was kind of, uh, you know, between a rock and a hard place there, but the, the galling thing is I'm sure to DeMarlo too, you know, you don't, 
get to use your best one of your best relievers. He's still, you know, in, in the bullpen when you lose that game. Right. Uh, on the bright side, yesterday, uh, Bradley Zimmer, a home run, couple of hits, uh, really sort of looks like he's finding something at the plate uh, over the last, you know, 28, 30 games. He's, he's, he's hitting pretty well. Uh, what do you make of Bradley Zimmer, and, and what does this mean for Bradley Zimmer moving forward? <laughs> Joe, I <laughs> – He's a head scratcher to me, man. I, I, you know, I thought, you know, I thought we'd seen the last of Bradley Zimmer at the start of this season. I thought maybe he'd get a shot, you know, and we'd go back down and, you know, at the end of the season, they non-tender him or, or, or whatever. But, you know, he's put himself back on the map. He's in his last 28 games, he's hitting uh, 293. He's hit five home runs, 13 RBIs, 15 runs. You know, he's playing uh, even, you know, he's playing a good uh, right field. He plays a solid center field when, when he play when they, you know, when they let him do that. I mean, with Miles Straw, it looks like Straw is going to be the center fielder. But what do you think? Do you think this guy has put himself in play for next year with the Indians? I, I think, yes, he's still in the conversation. But I also think, yeah, he might still be a candidate to get non-tendered. I, I, I really believe that. And that has really nothing to do with what he's doing on the field. I, I, right now they have no money on the books for next year. And that's, you, you're not going to have to pay him a lot, but you are going to have to pay him. And that's not, you know, unless we start seeing movement on a minority investor or other things start happening, uh, that could, that could influence this. Now, what he's doing on the field, he, you know, he's going to catch the ball when it's hit out to him. Uh, he, he makes some good plays. Uh, is his arm, you know, strong enough to play in right field? Uh, yes and no. But as long as he's hitting the way that he has over the last 30 games, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but uh, I know he's he's doing, you know, pretty well. Yeah, I mean, he hit, what, he hit a two-run homer last night to give him an mm -hmm. early lead. That was 446 feet. And his last home run was 471 feet and almost left uh, progressive field. So is, is so he a middle of the was, order hitter? Yeah. Well, he was hitting fifth last year, last night. So I don't know, but it, it, it's interesting that he seems to me, Joe, a guy that that's is, that is finally getting comfortable with his game. You know, he's, you know, he, he bunts, you know, he'll go the opposite way. He's got speed. He's got, you know, he, He's, he, he's got great speed on the bases. He can steal a base. And, uh, you know, he's getting that opportunity to play. And, yes, he's eligible for arbitration at the end of the year. Uh, but he's also, you know, he's also got, you know, some uh, pedigree. He's a former number one pick of the Indians. You know, and so if he doesn't, if they don't keep him, I think he's doing enough right now to uh, he'll get a shot with somebody oh, else. Oh, he'll, he'll have a job somewhere for sure. Uh on the other side of the coin, uh, Framil Reyes, uh, again, continues to struggle. Uh, do, do you think DeMarlo Hale needs to give this guy a day off? It, it looks like it to me, Joe. I, I mean, you hate to take him out of the lineup, the middle of the lineup, you know, because you know what he can do. You know, you know he's a power hitter, and those guys go through slumps like this. But I, I'm wondering if he's healthy, Joe. I, I mean, he had those back problems in Toronto. They came back. He was still kind of dealing with, you know, back spasms. And right now he's, he's one for 28. Uh, you know, that's a short-term slump and over uh, a longer slump is eight for 54 with 23 Ks, wow. you know, and he's got one extra base hit in, in all that time. And, you know, right last night, you know, he, he, 
He draws the walk in the second inning, scores, you know, in front of Zimmer's home run, but then just kills you. He hits, he hits in the back-to-back double plays with guys in scoring position and, uh, you know, strikes out in the, uh, you know, in the, and strikes out in the, uh, in the 10th inning. So with the, you know, the automatic runner on second base. So he looks like a guy that needs a break to me, Joe. Yeah. And this is where not having a Bobby Bradley out there uh, and being able to put him in uh, pencil him in the, the cleanup spot. If Fran Mill's not there, uh, that really hurts. Uh, hopefully Bobby Bradley, uh, I, I haven't heard an update on him, but uh, apparently, you know, he was starting to, to do more baseball activities. Uh, maybe he gets activated when the Indians get home from Minnesota. All right. Uh, just looking at the standings right now, uh, the Indians half game ahead of the Tigers. The Tigers also lost yesterday. So uh, really they didn't lose any ground there. Uh, it, it, the game right now is just try and stay in second place in the American League Central, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's what it's come down to. It's come down to, a, trying to finish the season with a winning record, you know, to win as many games as you can, hopefully uh, keep that nine-season nine winning streak intact. Uh, B, to stay in second place, and C, to, you know, develop as many players as you can right now, to, see as many, to give as many young players as many chances as, as they can get. And right now, <laughs> we're seeing that. And, and sometimes, Joe, it's not always uh, pleasant to watch. I, I'm not sure what Andres uh, Jimenez was doing. Jimenez was doing last night. What? Yeah, what, what, you talk about a day. couple of head scratchers. That, there were a couple of head scratchers from uh, Jimenez last night. That what was it, the ninth inning. He uh, he got a ground ball uh, with a runner on first, and for the third out, he tried to throw it to second base when there was nobody there, and he finally winds up throwing it to first. A uh, couple of bad errors in the field. And uh, the, the stumble coming around third base on the, on the play where he got thrown out at home, you know, those are, are, are little things that wind up costing the team a game. Yeah, I didn't see the stumble. Did he? Is that what happened? Yeah, he stumbled coming around third. I, I think, I, you know, it's probably 50-50 between him and Kyle Hudson, whether or not he should have uh, tried to score yeah. on that play. But, uh, he, he, you know, he was out by a mile. And he just – Little things here and there. He just, I, I said early on in that game, you know, boy, Jimenez is having a rough night and it didn't get any better after that. So, uh, plus when you're hitting a buck 50, uh, it's, it's, you know, it adds to it, I think, in, in the pressures between his ears. Yeah. You know, and he, he went down and, you know, he did exactly what a young player is supposed to do at Columbus, put up good numbers, showed some power, you know, bounced around the infield. Uh, so I think he's, he's putting a little pressure on himself and the twins had an excellent relay to cut him down at the plate. Like you said, I don't know if he stumbled or not, but you know, if he did stumble, but he was out by plenty. And I guess, I don't know, do you send him there with two outs? And I know Uh, probably not, but again, you've got Kyle Hudson at third base. Who's not your normal. He's not Mike Sarbo. He's not your normal third base coach. Uh, he's still learning his different roles, uh, you know, on the, on the coaching staff, uh, for as good as the, the twins relay was to cut down, uh, Jimenez at the plate, uh, the Indians had a relay earlier in the game that was just ugly and, and, you know, sort of, uh, I, I believe it was Ahmed Rosario got the ball out at second base and oh, yeah. didn't immediately throw home. And when he did the throw short hops, Austin hedges and, you know, it's just the difference. Those those little things are what what costs a team a game, especially a young club like the Indians. That's a great point because I watched that play and 
A, I don't think, uh, you know, Jorge Polanco was running all the way from first base, but when he got to third, the piano jumped on his back. I mean, if right. we were watching it. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think, you know, Rosario's got to take the, the relay with his back toward home plate. The, but nobody, the, but nobody ever told him to turn around, or I don't. If he didn't have the sense or lost track of the outs, I don't know what happened. The uh, Jimenez went out, and the the throw missed him and went directly into the base, and that's why I I, I guess they assumed that Polanco was going to stop at third on that play. I, I think it, it kind of caught them by surprise that he just kept running because uh, Rosario turned. And there was a moment of hesitation, and that moment yeah. of hesitation cost him, cost him the out. So, yeah, yeah it I was think a good throw there gets him, you know, gets him yeah. easy because Polanco had slowed down considerably. Yeah. So everything that the Twins did right to cut down Jimenez later in the game, the Indians had done wrong to to miss Polanco at the plate. So, yeah, tough, tough uh, all around. Hey, wanted to mention uh, Cal Quantrill last night. Uh, something Demarlo Hale said. He said he didn't have his best stuff. I thought he didn't have his best stuff said that about two or three times about Quantrill, but Quantrill still gave you five innings and still gives you hope that, you know, this starting rotation next year can, if, if everybody's healthy, uh, you've got five pieces plus, you know, like Cody Morris lurking at AAA. Yeah. I thought that was uh, I thought that was a pretty gutty performance by Quantrill, especially after he almost got his arm broken on that comebacker in the mm-hmm. first inning, you know, off Josh Donaldson's bat, he hung in there. Uh, he hung into the game and, you know, this is a guy, Joe, that he went into that game with a, a 171 ERA in his last uh, seven starts. I mean, this guy has been pitching great. I, he's yeah. been kind of under the radar, but you know, he, he's only three and oh in those seven starts. So, you know, they haven't scored a lot of runs for him, but he's been pitching very well. And he still kept them in the ball game. Like you said, it was, you know, it was a five and fly, but it, it, you know, he had, he had thrown 92 pitches and, you know, that was, those were tough pitches too, because I mean, that was a tough, those were tough innings because there was a lot of traffic on the bases, but he pitched well. Yeah. You don't want the, you don't want the guys aren't falling off at this point in the season. Uh, hey, the, uh, the league released the, uh, a sneak preview, the look at the Indians uh, jerseys for the little league world series, uh, little league classic coming up on Sunday night. Uh, you got a chance to see them. Oh, what'd you think of the, uh, the Great Lakes region uh, jersey that the Indians are going to wear. Yeah, I thought they were not. They were good. They were cool looking. Did you see them? Yeah, I saw them. Uh, it, they're supposed to sort of mirror or mimic the jerseys that the kids in the Little League World Series wear. Uh, so they have, uh, you know, the the Indians Block C logo uh, on the chest, but then across the across the middle it says Great Lakes, which is the region that uh, you know Cleveland and Ohio. Uh, is is in in the in the Little League World Series. Um, I, I just thought it was uh, you know an, a, it's a, a plain, straightforward, fresh kind of clean look, and uh, just interesting. Uh, looking forward to seeing what these guys do when they're they're on the field there at at uh, Bowman Field and uh, in Williamsport with the the kids all around. It's going to be a, a really great night there on Sunday. Uh, looking forward to it a lot. All right, Hoinsey, uh, another game tonight in. Minnesota, the Indians taking on the Twins, uh, trying to keep their heads above water and, and get back to the 500 mark. Uh, what are we expecting tonight? Yeah, I mean, Eli Morgan's going tonight, Joe. Um, I think, uh, you know, usually, I think, you know, the Twins and Indians have always played games like this. Twins, 
you know, have a, what, a, a six to four edge in the season series. You know, I expect another close game. I expect, a, you know, a tight game. And uh, one more thing, Joe, with, uh, we'll, we should be able to get an update kind of on Bieber and Savali are both throwing off the mound today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bieber, a bullpen session in, in, uh, at Target Field, and Savali's going to two-inning simulated game in Akron. In Akron, okay, uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, should be uh, should be a lot of fun. Hey, uh, speaking of Eli Morgan, um, if he pitches tonight, that puts him in line to start uh, Sunday night against uh, possibly Shohei Otani in the uh, the game in uh, Williamsport. So uh, should be right. I actually mentioned that to him on Saturday, and and his, you should have seen his eyes bug out of his head <laughs> when uh, when he realized. Oh yeah, you're right. I could be pitching Sunday night on Sunday night baseball <laughs> against Shohei Otani. That uh, should be interesting. Have to call his mom and dad on that one. Yeah, very much. All right, uh, Hoinsie, we'll talk to you again tomorrow here on Including Baseball Talk podcast. 